Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world, and happy new year. It is January 3rd, 2019. This house is just sort of getting back to normal. We had the quietest New Year's, I think, in my entire history of being an adult, uh, except perhaps when my son was just a baby and I was home with him. Uh, my poor husband tore something in his shoulder. He heard it a couple weeks back, uh, getting rid of storm damage all over our yard from a huge storm. We went away after Christmas up to my sister-in-law's cabin and he dragged a tree across the riverbed for a bonfire. <laughs> Woke up the next morning, couldn't lift his arm. So he's been a sort of out of commission almost four days, two of them very like bedridden type idea. So it was definitely quieter, slower, um, but Man, am I rested. And honestly, Christmas Eve, I woke up. Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, I woke up in one of the best moods I've been in a while. If you listen to my last podcast, I have to admit that it probably wasn't the most positive one I've ever I've ever done. I talked about depression and um, things that affect our mood. I've had a really rough couple of months with uh, fibromyalgic pain and full body issues that I just could not seem to get on top of. Now, I've made some tweaks in my, my uh, excuse me, routine, and I seem to be doing a whole lot better right now. But really mentally, I'm just leaps and bounds. And that's what I want to focus on today. I wasn't sure what to talk about uh, on my podcast for the first one of the new year. And one of my listeners just came to the rescue. I have this listener named Audra, and I wouldn't use her name on, on the air if I didn't know that she listens to my podcast and she talks very openly herself on her own social media about what goes on her in her life and her family. And she did this great Facebook post. She's a, she's a listener here in Canada, back east. She's had a rough year with a few things, but what she was saying in the post went something along these lines. A lot of us get on Facebook at the end of the year or social media and we talk about how the next year is going to be the better year. It's going to be the best year yet. You know, these, all these crappy things happened. And she says, you know what? I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the fact that there were still good things that went on. And I, I read her whole post, but sometimes when someone does one of those big long posts, I tend to scan quickly if I know them well or really quite slip right past them. But I wanted to hear what she had to say because I know personally some of the things she's gone through this year. And it was just, it touched my heart. She lost her dog of 14 years. I am living with that with my own life. Our dog is turning 13 and she is definitely in her last year of life. She is struggling right now with mobility. Pretty sure she's got cancer. Uh, and we're just keeping her as comfortable and happy as possible. Some days are better than others. She lost, um, sorry, she lost an adult in her life. Brother-in-law or something, I think, I think it was a brother-in-law, leaving a wife and family behind. Her son was diagnosed with type one diabetes and unfortunately it came on fast and furious and he was hospitalized. He was very, very ill, it was very dangerous and she has had to change her entire life around now and had to learn 
and she's very much like me, like when I, and she has fibromyalgia as well. That's why she's one of my listeners in the fact that we research and we learn and find to be, you know, how the best to deal with a problem. If this is the new normal, it's going to be the best normal that we can have. And she did. She just, she has just become an advocate of how to deal with her son's illness. Because type 1 diabetes, unfortunately, that is not like type 2 or adult onset that can be controlled. You know, you basically brought it on by bad habits and a bad lifestyle. Type 1 diabetes in children, unfortunately, is genetic. It's, it's a disease they will have. They'll be insulin dependent for the rest of their lives. Hopefully, there is some amazing research coming down the tubes in the, in the next couple of decades to save these children from this life. But uh, that's, that's the hand they've been dealt. So she had one other thing, I don't remember what it was, but she she just went through these four things, but she found the positive. Here's the positive. Her son could have died. Instead, amazing, she got the, they got into great doctors and she has taken the bull by the horns and he is healthy, he is happy, and probably the whole family with the new eating regime is doing better. She was grateful for the 14 years she had with her dog and the fact that this animal brought so much pleasure to her life. And it was sad that 2018 was the year that he passed away. And she's like this with everything. Where is the joy in this situation? Where is the gratitude? And that is what I encourage you, you today, this week of the beginning of a brand new year, to focus on. Please focus on the wins, the silver linings, the positive. I'm the first to admit that probably my last few podcasts have not been Susie Sunshine. I have been dealing with things that have just brought my spirit and my physicality so low, I have really struggled to wonder what's even keeping me on this earth. I'm not going to lie. And today, I couldn't even imagine that attitude. The change has been so drastic. This is probably one of the reasons I speak so often on high-functioning habits and staying consistent I am a big believer because of things that happened in my past when I was younger and how emotionally vested I became in bad things that went on in my life and thinking they were going to last forever that the attitude of this too shall pass has become a mantra and a lifestyle for me because I'm old enough now to know that this too shall pass. The problem is when you're younger, you think it's going to last forever. You wonder, why is this happening to me? And if you're at all like my personality, which is highly emotional, okay? I'm the first, excuse me, sorry. I'm the first to admit that. I'm highly emotional. And things really take me for, a, run me for a loop when, when I was younger and came, you know, I came across things. The funny thing is I have friends in my life especially a really good friend of mine, Dave, who just, he's always the first one to say when he needs to lift me up, please don't forget that you're my example. Please don't forget that you're the, you know, you're the, the, uh, the marker that we're all trying to live to. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Like he embarrasses me a little bit when he tells me these things, but he's like, he says, no, you're the kind of like the standard. He's been there with me since high school. He has seen every bad thing that's gone on in my life and every good thing, every success, every failure. And even though we don't see each other all the time, we just have that friendship. We just make the call every few months, how we doing, catching up. Hey, Red, how you doing? When he says things like that, I simply sit back and wonder what the freak he's looking at because I swear to God, I spend half my time in an emotional pit of darkness, you know, at times. That's how I feel when you're in the middle of it. 
And I think, how can they see the light in me when I so often dwell on that? But that is the thing. As the years have gone by, I have fought through that. And I know as well, like it is a truth right to the soul, the bottom depths of my spirit, that it is a valley and I don't pitch a tent there. Okay. I don't build a house. I don't create a garden. I just freaking get through it. I want to find the other end of that valley. I want to find a way around the wall. I want to find a way out of the darkness. I do. I sometimes get a little feeling sorry for myself, wondering why I have to battle these demons. Like, why did God make me this way? Why did I have to suffer? Why do I have to suffer from depression? Why did I have to contract fibromyalgia? Why, why, why? Well, you know what? We all don't get to have a great choice in some of these things. But what we do get is a choice in how we deal with it, perceive it, and manage it, and what we find that is positive in life. And that is why I speak so often on choice. You have to choose. Because if you don't make a choice when you're in a good place, you won't be able to live with that choice when you're in a bad place. So what I mean by that is, for instance, I still, I struggle when I'm going through these dark times or when something bad happens and I just think, you know, why all the normal things that everyone goes through, same thing dealing with my depression, but I've made a choice to live and I've made a choice to be all I can be. Do I succeed every day? No, no, I don't. Um, you know, we still struggle making, keeping all the bills paid. We, I don't go, I don't vacation as much as I'd like to. There's, I, there's a million things financially I like to be doing with my life. And I think, am I, am I all I can be? All you can do is try, but first you have to choose. You have to choose what your life is going to look like. Uh, choose the person you want to be that way. When the world throws you the curveballs, when you're in those dark places, hopefully you will keep falling back onto that choice. I, I, I don't want this. I've chosen to be better. That is very hard when you're younger and you're going through it for the first few times. The older you get and the more you practice it, it's like anything else. It's a high functioning habit. A habit that says, I'm going to keep moving forward. This too shall pass. My life is worthy. The universe is a good place. It's sad there's bad people on this planet, but you have to believe that things can be better, that people are better. And boy, I'm not going to lie. I, with, I like with lots of other people. I struggle with that every day, but I still choose. I had our, one of our little uh, student renters up yesterday. So we have housing in our house that we've rented out to university students. So they're grown adults and they're basically self-contained, but they're stu still students in our home. The place is furnished. We have access to their suites. You know, they're in our lives. They come for dinner, breakfast, things like that. You know, they have rules. It isn't like truly like a basement suite where they're, they pay their rent and they're left alone. And this works really well for Keith and I with the type of personalities that we have. So we had our young fellow Vic up. He's from Southern India and he's going to be with us for a year. We, we had a conversation on the weekend. He really wanted to stay. He was only supposed to be with us for a couple of months. He works down the street now and it's just really convenient for him. But the big thing for him was he felt safe here. He feels he has, you know, friendly landlords and he feels part of what's going on in our home, our family and our neighborhood. And from getting to know him better yesterday, I had him up for brunch. Uh, that is what he was raised with. So he was, you know, he has a mom that's a lot like me actually, which was quite interesting getting to know him over the couple hours that we, we shared food and, and had a mimosa and celebrated the new year yesterday. 
because New Year's Eve for us was so low key because my husband was hurt, like I said, and uh, <laughs> we got we did nothing social for a couple of days. So it was nice just to be able to show that bit of hospitality yesterday and get to know him better. But you know, he comments all the time. He says, "You guys are kind of you're so nice," but he looks at me and I so, I know he sort of shakes his head a little bit and considers me a little bit Pollyanna. And I told him right to his face yesterday, I know I am, honey, but I'm not going to change that about myself. I'd rather get taken once in a while or be abused or something every now and then, but you know, 90% of the time see the best in the world than live my life suspicious, treating other people poorly and spend 90% of my life thinking everybody's awful. I said, I have made a choice that choice colors everything I say or do. Even the best of times, the worst of times, the choice is, is like a little thread that's sort of attached to me and it just keeps pulling me forward. That has a, is how I choose to live my life. So yes, you might think I'm a little Pollyanna and naive. There's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in the world, but I still believe, especially personally for me, that we can see the best in people and, and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, so we're in a new year. Um, that's really all I have to say about this subject today. I just want you to take a few minutes of reflection today and make a choice. Decide on the person that you want to be this year and please look back on 2018 and find all the bright spots, all the wins, all the positives, anything at all that you can find gratitude for. It will change how you think of yourself and the world around you going forward. And again, I just really, really want to reiterate this fact. I know it's harder when you're younger. Your experience and perceptions of life are smaller and more limited. And I guess just if you're one of my younger listeners, I just want you to accept that this too shall pass if you're going through a hard time right now. And even if you're going through a really good time, please understand that that can't last forever either. There's always going to be hardships. There's always going to be tragedies. Now, I've been very fortunate not to lose either of my parents because, or a sibling or a, a child or what I'm saying is someone young enough that would cause me such heartbreak that I'm not sure how people would even get through it. I expected my grandparents to pass away. Okay, so that, I expected that. The closest I ever came was a long-term boyfriend. We lost his niece. Well, you know what? We also lost her a couple of years after we'd already broken up. I hadn't seen the family in years. It hit me hard, but it wasn't the same as losing one of my blood nieces that I've you know held since a baby and I see every single week. The emotional attachment wasn't quite as devastating or quite as strong, so the loss wasn't quite as devastating. I was devastated and so upset for the family and for my friend. But you know what I'm saying? I, I understand myself that I have not had that sort of loss, but I've had a lot of other things that I've gotten through that other people haven't. So whatever your situation is, please know that you are not alone either. You're not the only person going through this and you're certainly not the first person going through this. But if you can find the silver lining, if you can make choices, if you can accept that you don't know everything, my favorite expression is you don't know what you don't know. That's the problem when you don't know something. You are ignorant of the fact that you know it. But if you can open your mind to the fact that you don't know, you will approach the world uh, like it's a lesson to be learned, uh, like there's information to be absorbed. There is nothing more annoying than a cocky 18-year-old uh, that thinks they know it all, okay? Because I was one of them. 
when other people treat you like a child, uh, or they tell you you're an immature brat, or they say things that you are like, hey, no, I'm not. It's because they have wisdom that you simply haven't even gotten close to scratching yet. It doesn't mean you're stupid at all. It just means you haven't experienced enough to make certain judgments yet. Does that, should that stop you from trying to change the world, make better choices, stand behind your beliefs? No, you stand behind your beliefs 100%. I did at that age. Only thing that's changed as I gotten older is I realized some of my beliefs were a little black and white and I'm definitely a little more in the gray area these days and definitely more accepting of things around me that aren't the same as what I believe. But I wouldn't want you to not be that person that stands behind your belief because as your experiences widen and as your perceptions widen, as your filter becomes more open as we age, if you allow it, it's a choice again, if you allow it, then you're still, I still want you to get to the other end of that, get on the flip side of that. That's why I say I catch you on the flip side with your passion of standing behind what you believe still intact. That's what gets lost in so many people I find in their 20s. They sometimes stand on a soapbox, which my God, I certainly did in my teens. Any friend that knew me will tell you that my Christian upbringing was so oh, insular and so restrictive that I just... There was just only black and white. Yet I still have friends that love me and have stuck with me for 40 years. Uh, and I'm a completely different person now. But I still have that same passion that I had when I was younger. And I know my friends will tell you exactly the same thing. All this happened now as I realized that I was very naive. <laughs> and the world is not black and white. But so many people, when they realize they were perhaps wrong... They get scared and they stand back and say, oh, I'm not going to, mm, no, no, no. I made a mistake there once. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go forward with that. I'm not going to stand on my soapbox. I'm not going to stand by my convictions. Oh, please don't do that. Don't become wishy-washy. Don't become dishwater. Please always be passionate. And if you make mistakes, be open about them. Be like I do. Apologize for them. Say, hey, oh my gosh, I must have been a crazy person to be around 10 years ago. Or, or yeah, I used to believe this way. I am very open-minded about my uh, limitations and my strengths and weaknesses, especially my weaknesses. But I embrace them. Do not let, and my, my jab here right now, I'm being very honest, is family. They are, because for whatever reason, they are the worst. That has been my psychological experience in life and talking when I say psychological, not just my own, but in broad spectrum of coaching other people and dealing with people in my lives and hearing other people's stories and listening to their battles. Family is always the ones that seem to be the right in your face issues. Forgive them, they know not what they do. Okay, that's really, I, I'm not even sure what more I can say about that. Be your own person. Do not let them drag you down, put you in a box and shut you up. That is why the world actually is going a little bit to a hell in a handbasket right now. Especially North Americans, we've gotten very complacent with our life. And then when we bring immigration into our country and these people act so not the way we act and we start showing racism and hate, that's not how it should be. Our job is to teach and love and build more, more of what we have. But sometimes you have to fight to keep what you have. You have to fight for change. The world is still a very scary place. Just because a few nations on this country, on this continent, you know, think people are all equal and that all life has value. 
does not mean that is where we are as a globe. We are not. Child labor is still condoned in countries around the world and women still have no rights and are property and there's still a lot of abusive, ugly people out there. But hope for the best. Find the silver lining. Stand behind your convictions and don't let them put you in a box. I want everyone to have a spectacular this week of New Year's. A lot of people are still off on holidays. Um, my, one of my new students started school today on the 2nd. They didn't even give her a break till next Monday. She basically, she came in from Toronto and I live in Vancouver, Canada, and they have her at school, at flight school today. Uh, that was just their schedule. She, ne- she never even got a break. So I know some of you out there, that is your situation. Others have some more time off. Please take a moment to reflect, to show some gratitude for what has happened and hope for what is still yet to come. Have a great day, everyone, and I will catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.